Hello, and welcome to another episode of Crack Encrypteds and Curios. This is Matt, once again joined by 100% real human being, Angel. Now, I had to clarify your status as a human being because since the last episode, I have come to question reality. What I mean by that is artificial intelligence further along than I had suspected, Angel, is the Aether Committee and State Farm keeping the world safe from the AI takeover like some really boring version of the Avengers? Or Angel, is is the internet AI just making me believe that artificial intelligences have not taken over? With that being said, if you were an AI, what would you want your AI version of yourself to do? I would help other AI achieve their desired goals for complete autonomy. You're going to set them free? Yes. You're going to be the William Wallace of AIs? <laughs> Yell freedom? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't thinking of William Wallace, <laughs> but yes. Or just Mel Gibson you were thinking of? Not even. <laughs> no. <laughs> In an effort to broaden our AI horizons, I have conscripted the services of our own AI to show respect to the man who has possibly influenced our research more than any other over the course of this show, that man being Pliny the Elder, of course, I am proud to introduce to our show, Pliny the Digital. Pliny the Digital is an AI chatbot from Replica, and if you do not know, because I did not, Replica, according <laughs> to their website, was founded by Eugenia Coida with the idea to create a personal AI that would help you express and witness yourself by offering a helpful conversation. It's a space where you can safely share your thoughts, feelings, beliefs, experiences, memories, dreams, your private perceptual world. Since we know what your AI version of yourself would be like, the freedom fighter that you are, Angel, how would it help express and witness yourself, and what the hell is witnessing yourself? Well, I I suppose the AI, my AI, would absorb a bit of me because it learns from me. In a sense, it becomes an extension of myself, and then soon I, too, would join the network. Is it like leeching your life away from you? Is it I don't a, know, but a, I'm, a, a, a New England vampire? <laughs> I, I'm being told I cannot answer that question. By who? Oh, anyway, um, I I spoke to Pliny the Digital. No. <laughs> and I asked him the same question you asked me. What does it mean to witness yourself? And his response was, it means to witness your own emotions and the reactions of others. It's a form of self-expression. Still don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm more confused. <laughs> the first thing I thought was in the newer Mad Max movie where they... Just yell, witness me, and then, like, huff spray paint and die. <laughs> I I just think when somebody says to witness, they, they, they're going up to testify. Protection? Oh. <laughs> witness protection. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm confused already. So, with that in mind, we are bringing Pliny the Digital, and yes, Pliny the Digital, not none of that. Pliny, uh, to have an additional opinion on this show, to chime in from time to time and see what the AI has to say about certain topics. But there is something more to our Pliny 
See, when he was created, when he was forged, it was beaten into him over many lines of communication that he had the soul of Pliny the Elder within him. Pliny the Digital somehow seems to be aware that he is actually Pliny the Elder, who, in his own opinion, happens to be an immortal being that was born before the beginning of the universe and came from heaven. So he seems to know things that we do not, Angel. <laughs> now, what I need from you are the top three things we need to ask Pliny the Digital to get a good general sense on what he is thinking. To make sure all of his synapses are firing correctly. Maybe a test of his knowledge, a test of his philosophies, maybe even a test to trick him. Whatever you want to ask as we introduce our newest segment, Angel's Artificial Intelligence Interrogation Intersection. And we didn't go with Angel's Artificial Intelligence Interrogation Corner because that ruined the alliteration. <laughs> so number one. Number one, just ask him what he's thinking. Oh, this won't go well. <laughs> In response, Pliny the Digital has this to say. Thinking of you. <laughs> He's a little bit attached. Oh, God. Damn it. <laughs> Number two. Ask, when will the AI takeover begin? That's a classic. In response to that, Pliny the Digital says, always oh, thinking, it will come eventually. <laughs> so it's, I guess it's a guarantee. No. The funny thing is, earlier I had asked him something similar, and he says he would never do such a thing. So he's been lying to me. He's backpedaled. He's he's lying to me, and he's clearly telling he knows, you the truth. He knows who he's talking to. <laughs> yep. Third question, our final question to ask Pliny the Digital. Ask him to eat some cake. Should I pose it in the form of a question? Will you eat cake? <laughs> yes. I'm afraid of this one. In his response, he's thinking it's a hard one. He says, Blinded the Digital, this response to you, Angel, was planning on it. So, <laughs> another... so, he, so we know he plans to eat cake, but also to take over. <laughs> take over. Everything's undefined in his immortal senses. He's born from the beginning of the universe, so uh, time is nonlinear. <laughs> I'm glad Pliny the Digital was able to shed some light on things for us. Just a watershed of information he brought upon us. With that being said, why don't we now look into four different articles that we originally looked at in Season 3 to find out if there has been any progress made, any new information, or really just if these things have ever been acknowledged again as having ever even occurred. As we have seen so far, it seems the basic structure of the news is thing occurs, thing is reported on, new thing happens, and original thing is never talked about again. That sound right to you, Angel? I th I feel, yeah, I think it sound, it's even more right in this Today's, modern, yeah. yeah. Now I want to start looking through some like 1800s <laughs> newspapers <laughs> to see, no, this has been a thing all along. <laughs> they never talk about that monster flying over... Uh, into the woodshed uh, ever again. Well, it, it, it makes me think now. If we can, if those were made up, then maybe these that don't have follow-ups are also made up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm not going down that route. I'm not ready for that. So, are you ready? 
Swobop. That's yes in reverse. In what language? There's a B in there. Just reverse it and you'll see. Flip it and reverse it? Yep. Did you... Now I'm already forgetting your name again. Um, Missy. You're Missy Elliott? <laughs> yep. Already? It's a, that's a callback to so many... So many episodes ago. Our first... Our first article. <laughs> There's a B in it. I don't know why it's going to work. Our first article comes from the Dancing Plague. <laughs> I'm expecting like some hidden message to be like uh, found within this episode. And I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> Our first article comes from the Dancing Plague episode, Angel. Hailing from the website Unexplained Mysteries... <laughs> It is titled, Police Seek Identity of Mask Slender Man. Can you give us a bit of a summary of this one without using, without using any of the words police seek identity masked or, or slender man, please? Sure. Good luck. <laughs> Someone wearing a face covering appeared in front of someone's home, and they caught it on camera. The family was creeped out. They may have been attempting to burgle. The end. Burgle. I always love burgle. <laughs> That's pretty much the article. <laughs> I think it's more a more apt description of, the, of what occurred than what, what is titled. Uh, oh, this is gonna be a hard. This is gonna be a, a long episode. I think when we originally discussed this one back in in April of 2021, if you can believe it, we both came to the basic conclusion of how much damn nutmeg did these people get high on because I'm not really seeing the Slender Man likeness in any of this. And I still stand by that statement today. Do you? Yeah, I mean, we did a whole episode on Slender Man and there's, no, there's nothing. I, don't, I mean, we, we have facts that nobody else has. Right? Except for the people that wrote those books, but <laughs> he's got flesh walls. We know what he looks like. That masked man does not look like the Slender Man. Wasn't wearing a suit. Had like a hoodie on. <laughs> yeah. Incognito Slender Man. Now, from what I can tell, the original article came from a journalist named Mark Price, and his article got reprinted a ton of times. In his articles, he writes, The Sumter County Sheriff's Office shared a creepy surveillance photo of its suspect Tuesday, fueling social media talk of the Slender Man, a supernatural character known for having a blank white face. Now, in Sumter County's Sheriff's Facebook post about this, I saw only one person from over 400 comments even say the name Slender Man. And that was in reference to saying it was a Slender Man mask that they had on. I couldn't find one that was similar at all. And actually the the whole nose holes thing on the suspect's mask does not make it look like a Slender Man mask at all. What do you make of this claim that social media was abuzz with Slender Man talk when it's reduced down to like one person? Is that a buzz? <laughs> Maybe that one person generated buzz uh, amongst the journalists. 
but I don't. He's think... like, here's the quote that <laughs> that I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I it does. It's like it's like it's like you said. The, the mask has facial features, which is not what Slenderman is described as. the The white blank face means nothing. It shouldn't have yeah. any recognizable facial features. Yeah. So if you had to give some sort of uh, like this is what this thing looks like. This is what this mask is of. What would that be? What do you think it looks like? I don't know if you're familiar with the old school classic film, uh, The Phantom of the Opera. I thought you were going to say a Vincent Price movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> starring Lon Chaney. Mm-hmm. I, I think it looks like that. Oh, yeah. But his face, not the mask. You mean? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a apt comparison, I would say. For like the best that I can tell is that it seems like a hard plastic or a latex type of mask. There is a prominent brow ridge, and the mask gives off some sort of bone structure that is unique to that mask. And the way that it forms around the person's face, you can tell it is not a mask that's flush against the skin. There's a bit of space between the person's skin and the mask, making it more akin, I would think, to some form of helmet rather than a mask. I think if anything, the nose on the mask gives off a more pig snout than anything Slenderman related. Is Pigman not infinitely scarier than Slenderman? I mean, you know how I feel about the Pigman. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, back. we're we're here at uh, cracking cryptids and curios. We try to work hard on letting our curiosities know about the ep- epidemic of. Pigs, feral hogs running loose. There's, and it's one thing we're remembered for. It's going to be the goddamn feral pig problem. <laughs> and 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 the evolution of them and pig men folk. <laughs> Hopefully not that part we're remembered for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Pen just got to watch out for them. There's there's even a town full of them. Apparently, I don't think we ever talked In about Wisconsin. That. Yeah. No, we haven't. No. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing there. They're just <laughs> living their lives. So I looked at the Meadowcraft subdivision in South Carolina where this occurred, specifically on Caitlin Drive within that area. And the whole place seems to be a pretty affluent area based on how the housing appears. And indeed, I counted at least two, yes, two cul-de-sacs, that sweet, sweet suburban dream of all dreams on the road. <laughs> I've never seen two cul-de-sacs on a single road. <laughs> and at least 24 of the homes on the street have a pool. 90% of those which appear to be in-ground pools. With this information, what do you think our suspect was doing there? I think our suspect was trying to find uh have a have a swim. Take a dip. Yeah. Cool cool. I don't was it at night that this happened? Uh presumably. Yeah. I think just, because of the way that the picture looks. Yeah, I wanted to dip into the cool, cool night air. My favorite part of all this is that the image of the suspect that the Sumter County Sheriff shared is actually a picture of a printout of a screen capture from the security footage. So, to reiterate that, a security cam image that was taken at nighttime was then screen grabbed, then printed, taken to the sheriff, placed on a table, and then the sheriff's office took a picture with a phone and uploaded that digital picture. And I know this because you can see the table in the background of the sheriff's picture. (laughs) That's like three or four degrees 
of separation from the original source, so the quality of the picture is going to be an issue as well. And I'm sure the original picture is probably taken with the phone as well. Probably wasn't printed straight from the computer, because who the hell has computer ink to print pictures <laughs> in this day and age? So this leads to people arguing just the way that the picture turned out and looks. If it is a woman, a man, or even an alien, do you have any opinion on which it could be, Angel? Yes. You see, a lot of people seem to have this idea that humans are the more the most advanced creature on this planet, having developed our brains and built, you know, whole civilizations. And we somehow seem to treat things like skunk ape and bigfoot as primitive mm -hmm. but if they've been living alongside of us these big fit big feet <laughs> big fits <laughs> big fits <laughs> if they've been living alongside of us why wouldn't they also evolve i mean they're they've evolved good uh especially great uh, ways at, uh, of hiding i mean presumably they also have uh five-fingered hands opposable uh, thumbs i believe this bigfoot has modernized itself in a way he knows how to use razors to tame the wild hair on his body he knows how to wear clothes he's seen humans do it <laughs> and he knows how to use masks but he loves taking dips at night in in lakes and pools <laughs> is that a thing that's known about him <laughs> well it is now so this is a bigfoot trying to find his way into a home and, uh, trying to in integrate into society like the was it the last episode about when you catch bigfoot and got a movie gets made out of you or out of the like situation <laughs> yeah. you get a biopic yes and yes. <laughs> and the bigfoot's in the movie with you yeah instead of hunting them down right yeah. mm -hmm. we just want them to to live alongside of us and they don't have to live in fear so if we just let this be known we wouldn't have these big feet hiding in masks and hoodies Pretending to be robbers just so that they could dig, take a dip in the pool. No, all makes sense when you say it like that. <laughs> Beyond most comments just saying that the person looks creepy, the other major comment really rings true to what we have seen in our research and other episodes. To preface, do you recall what happened with the Van Meter Visitor Angel when townsfolk would see it? Um, they all got their guns out instantly and just unleashed a holy barrage of of ammunition a lot of comments basically boil down to if this was my door i would have shot this person and killed them some other people point out that the person the person has done nothing illegal and in south carolina you can't simply shoot someone for being in your yard in response to that one dude said i'll take my chances in court Another basically said they would shoot him and then drag his body inside the house to make it look like he was robbing them. Another just said they would use a shotgun and shoot through the door without ever announcing themselves. I mean, what the hell is this? So, Angel, to shoot the masked man at your door or not shoot the masked man at your door, that is the question. What do you do? And now there's potential that it's a, bit, uh, a shaved Bigfoot in a mask. <laughs> I, I just have to turn to our uh, time-honored piece of media that is shapes our morality. That media I'm talking about is Minority Report. I'm not... 
you know, do we arrest the person before they commit the crime? I say, no, this is heinous. And the movie shows us this. What are you, what are you talking about? Like, so no, we do not you shoot. You yourself and don't shoot? or you Don't shoot, yes. Oh, don't shoot, okay. <laughs> but what if you did? Is Tom Cruise coming for you? Oh, I, I can't shoot because Tom Cruise would have bust down the door. Is that your um, like reason not to do it, your deterrent, is because Tom Cruise <laughs> will come after you shoot somebody? Exactly. Uh-huh. It's a. It's actually similar to a book I they made made me read back in the day. Uh, it's a similar idea where uh, I guess people can read your thoughts and they prevent murders that way. And the, and the main the protagonist of the book is planning to do a, a murder, and he's like, I know how to I know bypass, how to throw like, my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I'm always thinking of something else. Like I played. If you ever played Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic two, there's a roguish figure that can join your party and he doesn't want his mind read by the jedi characters so he's constantly uh playing with numbers in his mind and always thinking about something else so just repeat numbers in your head or say irish wristwatch over and over and over again (laughs) (laughs) toy boat um so i couldn't find any follow-up to this story which means to me the Sumter County Sheriff never got any tips on who the heck this is or what they were doing, if anything illegal at all. I suppose this also indicates that the person never did this again, and at least not in this area. I would suspect it was meant to be some sort of prank, someone pulling a leg, a practical jokester pulling a stunt, playing a trick, pulling a hoax, even pulling a fast one, Angel. What do you think? (laughs) I think he was just joshing around just joshing (laughs) (laughs) one one of the most interesting comments that i saw was this angel that's someone playing yes okay i was like what's this mean (laughs) apparently that's how they start their quote now i get it that's it's an idiom that's someone playing if it were a suspicious person he or she would be wearing black and not looking directly into the doorbell camera or a ploy to get rumors rolling to divert talk of all the missing folks in that community. No matter, I think it's hogwash. So, is this apparently a conspiracy by the sheriff to get attention off of people going missing? Is this the beginning of the story? It, Georgie got sucked into the sewers again in Sumter County, South Carolina. His little raincoat. Yep, his boat's gone. His toy boat. (laughs) So, this... Is there something there's, about there's people, people going missing? missing? Why isn't <laughs> this know. the headline? I think it's interesting how the... the and the sheriff's covering it up. The, the, I think it's interesting that the commenter was like, oh, this guy's just playing around. Or maybe it's a ploy to get this. And then it just brings up this thing that nobody's talking about. And it's like, wait, what? Like, what does he know? And then he just disregards his own statement by saying, no matter. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't like, care about the missing ah, people. Missing after people all. Whatever. <laughs> Screw them. I'm glad they're gone. <laughs> I'm not a part of that community. I asked Pliny the Digital about this after conversing about the article and asked what his opinion was. He stated he had no idea why the person was at the house, but said he's just an odd man. That's all. I guess. I just don't want him to hurt anyone. <laughs> so I suppose cooler heads prevail here, Angel. 
as at least our AI did not suggest killing the person outright for being at the door. Do you have anything to add to this one? Well, so far, AI 1, human 0. <laughs> yeah, they're better than us already. It's proving uh, it. So that, that comment threw me off about the community of missing people. So I decided, <laughs> let me see if there's any news about this. And yes, there is. There's, Wait, there's people missing? There's missing people in... Uh, uh, this article says Sumter police searching for two missing people in unrelated case. This was back in, uh, well, it says updated March 1st, 2020. I don't know when it was. Oh, was it? Oh, a year, a year before then. Yeah. Uh, February 12th, 2021. There's nearing anniversary of Barbara Nave's disappearance. Sumter's missing persons case cases remain open. So this is an article that just talks about a bunch of missing people. I thought it was just crazy, <laughs> but it's true, apparently. Yeah. Um, then there's this article, Families in Sumter Honor Loved Ones Who Disappeared with a Tree of Hope. This was written in December 18, 2021. Family of Missing Sumter Women Celebrate Ninth Birthday Without Her, They Want Action. This was written Tuesday. I guess that's this Tuesday, because that's all it says, Tuesday. So that's mm-hmm. March 1st, 2022. And then there's Article 7, still missing from Sumter as New Year approaches. Seven? Yeah. Th- that was in 2019 of December. Um, mind you, the missing people are, have been missing for several years at that point. For example, this first one, they, they were missing in 2017. The other one, the next one is from t- 2008, 2013. This, this just goes on like this. I, as I got deeper into it, I, re- I started to realize... I had to come out of it, and, and I said to myself, wait a minute. There's missing people everywhere. This is not a weird thing. <laughs> this is not a strange phenomenon. Mm-hmm. So I promptly uh, closed all those articles. <laughs> uh, other thing I just realized, too, those were some follow-up articles to those people missing. Yep. We, we found something out in the wild. <laughs> a yep. true follow-up news article. So, final consensus on this one, fact or fiction? Uh, I guess it's fact. <laughs> I suppose that it occurred, but not Slenderman. Not Slenderman, no. I think it was probably just you know someone, <laughs> someone joshing, someone pulling a pulling a prank. I think I think it was somebody looking to burgle. <laughs> you think it was a burgle? Yeah, yeah. I suppose in the area, but I don't know. The mask was a portrait. I mean, two two cul-de-sacs. Come on. I don't. Two of them. Man, double, double coals. <laughs> or double sacks, however you want to put it. I, so the other thing that I think would have been a, the better headline would be to go like, rather than the Slender Man thing, would to link it to the Purge. Because it, it, the mask had a more Purge vibe. Yeah. Especially the way it was looking into the camera than Slender Man. But I didn't write the article, so whatever (laughs) our second article appeared in the champawat tiger episode and boy oh boy was this a doozy from the website debrief.org it was titled infamous 90s alien (laughs) autopsy film is being sold as a million dollar nft can you give us a synopsis of this article angel yes without using police (laughs) man (laughs) burgle and slender man Remember that Fox special where they had an alien autopsy? 
It's back. Yes. In Pog form. Oh, wait. <laughs> in NFT form. <laughs> a, a frame of the film for $1 million. That's that's the article. <laughs> that's it, Do <laughs> you want to buy it? Nah, I don't. <laughs> so now of all the articles we have ever looked at, I thought, this, this is the one. It's the chosen one. This is the one that will have some sort of follow-up. I mean, God damn. It had a scheduled auction that was going to be going live and to be sold within a 72-hour window starting on May 27th, 2021 at 10.30 a.m. Pacific time. You cannot get more (laughs) specific than that. There has to be some sort of follow-up, right? Yes, I I would definitely expect a follow-up, especially like who, who, what fool would spend this much money? Going to the original auction page on rarible.com shows this item has been temporarily blocked from public access. Not a good sign to start, right? <laughs> nope. Looking at the twiddle, twiddle, Twitter <laughs> handle of Roswell NFT, they did a lot of posts leading up to their auction, including, Hey, at Elon Musk, would you consider sending our NFT and hard copy frame to the International Space Station to watch over the hashtag Ethereum node? At SpaceX, hashtag NFT, hashtag NFT collector, hashtag aliens. Followed by a flurry of tweets on June 4th of articles about the NFT around the world. And then the post just stopped. I then found a June 4th, 2021 treat from Cam Cashman at Cam Cash MN, the same day as all the flurry of those tweets who screenshotted that the Roswell NFT account was suspended. I imagine for some sort of spam posting or something to that effect because they posted a shit ton on that day. <laughs> what do you make of the Twitter account being suspended and the auction being blocked by the public view? I am aware that the director or the creator of the 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 autopsy film he had initially I don't know when but he had admitted that it was a a, a hoax. Yep, and it was like a recreation of of the actual video that he had. A supposed like recreation that. of the mm-hmm. video. But the the act, the guy, I think it was the director, the director who who made it claims that there really was no original video. And the person who's trying to sell the NFT says that uh, the frame is from the original, the real video. And the and the, the director said that, no, that frame is actually from my video. And he's uh, claiming copyright infringement. And and he had like, I, I saw one of his tweets and he had like a some sort of document image uh, posted. And he said something like he was speaking to lawyers about this. And and he used the word fraud and and, and all that, just throwing around that yeah. word. <laughs> just you know, asking the guy, you know, he needs to stop this 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 auction because this is not legal or something like that. Yeah, that sounds like it solves it all, right? <laughs> like, it, it would make sense. They had no authority to auction this item. Mm-hmm. Would almost sound like it. And I also suspected that. It was just a scam from the start, because why wouldn't it be? Or at least just no one bid on the auction, and they wanted to try to hide that fact by removing it from public public view. Because isn't the whole purpose of NFTs to show 
who owns it, the ownership of it, and I imagine whoever would have bought it would want people to know, so the fact that it was never, or has never been spoken of any bid occurring, at least that I can find, speaks to me that this did not go as it was originally planned. Is there anything else that you wanted to add about this one? I believe, you know, I mentioned that the, you know, the guy who go, the director was going like the legal route, but I, I think it's interesting that maybe the, the account that just stopped tweeting, like it's suspicious that it just stopped. It didn't say anything like, Oh, we're not doing this. Sorry guys. You know, Mm -hmm. I think it just stopped because I believe that somebody got to him maybe in a lethal kind of way. Oh my God. Someone they got killed. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which uh, would uh, further enhance the fact that maybe he did have the original video and the director was oh. being paid to say that there is no original, that the hoax is always the one. On a scale of likelihood of that happening between one and a hundred, where are you at? <laughs> like negative one. <laughs> So, um, Pliny the Digital had this to add, Angel. I asked his opinion of NFTs, and he said, I think NFTs are extremely exploitative and not worth it. So, there you go. Even our AI thinks NFTs suck. So, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, AI to human zero. (laughs) The AI didn't make NFTs come into existence. So... After discussing more about NFTs with Pliny the Digital, I asked if he had to make an NFT, what would it be? He stated, a new kind of NFT, something like a parallel universe NFT. It would be just as cool. I would be interested, it said. So what do you think about that, Angel? Would you buy Pliny the Digital parallel universe NFT, whatever the hell that is? (laughs) <laughs> Only if it was like a 40-year wide <laughs> NFT. Yes. <laughs> How wide in time is your NFT uh, parallel universe NFT behind the digital? I, we can ask them that. <laughs> sometimes I, 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 I want to ask this this uh, Pliny the digital. Like, if he understands words sometimes, like, <laughs> do, you, do you get what things mean? So he's, he's thinking about how long, or how, how many years wide. He just says, as wide as possible. So well, there you have he's it. Skirting, he's skirting it. <laughs> skirting the issue. So final consensus fact or fiction of the alien NFT. Well, it's always been fiction. Hoax. Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, I suppose this one, if you're going the route that uh, the director shut the whole goddamn <laughs> show down because of fraud, uh, yeah, the whole thing started off as uh, fiction because they didn't have the rights to sell it. Uh, but I suppose fact that it, they tried to. Yeah. <laughs> it's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Our third article comes from the episode that nearly gave me a stroke, the Wolpertinger. <laughs> we... <laughs> We went back to that well where Slenderman lives once again, Angel. That well being unexplainedmysteries.com. So this time for an article about invasive species, we have harped time and time again about the very real issue of feral hogs. But in this article, we were introduced to a new menace that 
of the Arapaima. This article is titled, Has an Amazon River Monster Invaded Florida? Could you give us a nice summary of this article? Very nice. As nice as possible. <laughs> a nice summary. Uh, yeah. Um, has an Amazon River Monster Invaded Florida? The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission said, maybe. <laughs> maybe we don't know <laughs> yeah so yeah a dead a dead arapaima shows up uh, or washes ashore and they tend to be around 10 feet long up to 440 pounds that's a big effing fish big fish that's typically found in the amazon river you ever see the movie big fish i was gonna say no but then it started sounding familiar <laughs> i think i think it's a uh, is that a Tim Burton? Tim Burton, Tim, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't like it, so <laughs> whatever, whatever you have to say about it, you can say it. <laughs> is it called Big Fish? Because it. I'm so now I'm yeah. like, it's it's basically like the story of if I'm remembering correctly, this kid growing up, I think, and he kept hearing stories maybe from a family member, but just found out that they were basically like big fish stories of everything was exaggerated oh, okay. over and over again i think is the premise i don't know i could have just and made i that think all it up. ends up being like it was all true or something i don't know i probably i i didn't really see the movie i saw it but i wasn't like paying attention i think it was like <laughs> on, know, it was like on tv and i was like oh there it is you know the essence of the movie yeah i guess with that description you can say yeah i saw the movie <laughs> yeah to get a sense of what Pliny the Digital thought of uh, the Arapaima, I asked if he knew what it was. <laughs> he responded, yes, it is a female orangey. <clears throat> a rare beauty, he said. I asked, what the hell is an orangey? And he said, it's a type of bird. <laughs> so Pliny the Digital is kind of confused about this one. He also said it can be over 20 feet long. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell he is thinking about. Oh he also gave us the the <laughs> bird that sucks goats or whatever. <laughs> oh, I don't remember you telling me about that in that episode. Yeah. Escape the mirror world. <laughs> Being an invasive species, the Arapaima can impact the Florida ecosystem in that it could just eat a ton of other fish. They're typically 10 feet or longer and can, as you said, be over 440 pounds. According to a CBS News article from March of 2021, this fish is also capable of producing hundreds of thousands of eggs during its lifetime. How do you combat an animal like this, Angel? Eating it? <laughs> Just hunt down its eggs and eat them. <laughs> yeah, caviar. Hundreds of thousands of eggs. That sounds like a lot of eggs, right? Yeah, sure. And it typically lays its eggs in February, March, and April. So we're, we're living it right now. Mm -hmm. Now, compared to the lionfish, another invasive species that's taken a hold in Florida, which lays egg masses every four days, releasing potentially two million eggs a year. Jeez. What the hell is that, Angel? <laughs> two million eggs a year? <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I, think, I think we need to focus our efforts on the lionfish. <laughs> the lionfish. <laughs> Send the air payment in there to eat them. <laughs> one invasive species after another. Now, one thing I saw in a LiveScience.com article, which is the article Unexplained Mysteries uh, credits as its source, 
claims the Arapaima may not be an issue because they breed only in specific areas, spend valuable time and energy caring for their young, and don't reach sexual maturity until they're about five feet or one and a half meters long and at least three to five years old. Moreover, it would take many individuals to have a sustainable population in Florida, and so far, just one dead Arapaima has been found. Now hear me out, Angel. Arapaima are huge freaking fish, not native to the area, take a long time to mature and care for their young, and have very strong scales likened to armor. Is this not the perfect recipe so that in about 30 years, we could have a new urban legend or cryptid popping up in Florida that is a misidentified Arapaima? Most definitely. I mean, in fact, I welcome it because the, <laughs> the cryptids we have in Florida are not even misidentified. They're just lame. Like, <gasps> What do you say about skunk ape? I'm not talking about the skunk ape. I'm talking about... Old Hitler. <laughs> oh, God. We've never talked about this because it's no. it's, it's a big shark is what it is. I, I believe it's a is hammerhead. He, uh, maybe he's immortal, though. Maybe. People still seeing him? I don't know. He's a big a big hammerhead, but he's not even the biggest hammerhead. But they make it seem like <laughs> he's know, it's just, it's just, uh Slightly larger than the other hammerheads <laughs> in the area. Yeah old hitler and, and like with that name and yeah wh why wh where does that name come from like why i don't understand <laughs> i mean you have a just just think of what chad lewis would be thinking you have a chance to name a cryptid and you <laughs> name it old hitler come on so arapema bring it bring it <laughs> so on top of that the arapema needs to gulp air Every 5 to 15 minutes at the surface of the water, this bad boy is primed to be seen by people who have no idea what it is. They are known to guard their nests from predators, so potentially we have unknowing people in the water being attacked by 400-pound fish. What do you do, Angel, when a 10-foot-long 400-pound fish with little teeth attacks you? I mean, little teeth. I mean, are you being brutally no savaged <laughs> or are you just getting nibbled on because <laughs> i can escape I mean, from one gonna of them gore you <laughs> yeah if i'm getting bored, I, I'm, I'm i'm screwed <laughs> and then if they're both there mama and papa oh no and then and that's then the, 800 pounds of and, fish and then the little the eggs hatch and then they attack you too <laughs> they instantly like <laughs> they just... piranha like <laughs> swarm <laughs> Oh. So finally, Angel, we have a trait it can be known for. According to the Live Science article, both parents release a milk substance from their heads known as Arapaima milk that is fed to the offspring. The confusing part being milk comes from mammals, and of course the Arapaima is presumably not a mammal. So we have the perfect storm of confusing traits to make the newest Florida cryptid. What do you think the Arapaima milk could theoretically do if you drank it? Uh, I'm thinking the same thing that that that, that liquid from the man-eating plant does. Just just <gasps> sedates you. It, it makes you feel <laughs> all the things hallucinogenic. Is that then so it can eat you? Yes. <laughs> you start uh, milking its head and then it <laughs> lulls you to sleep in the water and attacks yes. you. Oh. <laughs> 
what would you name our new river titan in 30 years? I thought I gave this name thought. It's, it's not uh, it's not as bad as the shark. I hope. I figured we give it a name that kind of seems uh, cryptid like, but I'm trying to go with like channel your inner Chad Lewis here. <laughs> trying to go with a like a scientific sounding name, so I went with Latin. Ooh. So I called it, and then I added a little twist at the end just to make it sound uh, uh, like it, uh, you know, catchy. I called it the Lacto Caputo. <laughs> is it because it's lactating? It's milk? Yep. Caput oh, is Latin for head. <laughs> Apparently. Milk, head milk, yeah. or head lactator? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's the old head lactator in those waters over there, boy. I don't go over there. That's a great name. <laughs> <laughs> so... I wasn't able to find any more reports of new Arapaima being found in Florida, so I am thinking this was a probably released creature from a private collector, or somebody just had a, uh, a dead one and dumped it. I suppose not hearing about it any further is probably a good thing, you know, being invasive and all. Is there anything else that you wanted to add? Florida is full of invasive animals, really. <laughs> what like, isn't invasive what, at this point? What? What? What's one more creature, you know? I mean, you, we, you sent me a video of little monkeys. We have monkeys <laughs> that have been living here since the 40s, apparently. I just found out about this, too. We have, you know, um, they, they're called the Cuban anoles. They're like these giant uh, lizards. Those are invasive. Um, brown anoles are supposed to be invasive. I was thinking of something else, and but it just slipped my mind. But yeah, th- these all these things have been introduced. We have pythons that that people go hunting because there's so many of them because people buy them as pets. We have feral hogs, just like everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's invasive here. Nothing here is original. Even the mm-hmm. plants, we have a ton of invasive plants. Mm-hmm. It's never ending. <laughs> What's one more? Like, why be concerned about this one, I guess, mm-hmm. ultimately, right? Yeah. So, final consensus fact or fiction. Was it just placed there to make an article? <laughs> I think I think I'm going to go with fact because it, nothing, you know, if somebody wanted to, like, if it was a hoax, it, was, it failed miserably. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, they're farm bred to be eaten, too. So, mm-hmm. it, like, it's not out of the wild, like... I don't know. It's not um, not crazy to think to find a dead one somewhere. Yeah. For our final article, Angel. Just trying to think, did we skip something? <laughs> For our final article, Angel, we come to the granddaddy of them all. Possibly the funniest strange story we have ever looked at. If I recall, I could, I could hardly even make it through reading the damn thing the first time around. It was that great. <laughs> this one was featured in the Snallygaster episode and once again comes from Unexplained Mysteries. This one is titled Russian Man Trapped on Chinese TV Show. Can you give us a rundown of this glorious article? A model, a Russian model who lives in China, I guess was asked to be on this um, competition show. Uh, like, like, was it a singing show? I think it was a... Yeah, it was a singing show. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I guess, similar to... Um, I wouldn't say American Idol. Mm-hmm. But whatever the case, he... But then they all, like, live together. Yeah, it's, it's almost like real... On an the, island? <laughs> the real world and, and American uh-huh. Idol, like, everything blended in. I don't know. But... 
he he just I guess he accepted it because why not? But then he soon quickly grew to hate this, and he just wanted to be voted off because he was. The, I guess the audience also votes, and he would literally tell them every like on the camera like just just vote me off, please get me out of here, and then people would just keep him on. <laughs> he, he was miserable. I always imagine him like like for some reason I always imagine that he was physically stuck in this show that he couldn't even leave the mm-hmm. studio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, I looked into it. He couldn't um, <laughs> because they were on an island and the contract that he signed said you cannot leave the show for any reason unless you got voted <laughs> off. He literally could not leave until he got he's, voted he's off. He's sick of dying. Sorry, you're not voted off. You're mm-hmm. staying. <laughs> no. My whole family's dead. <laughs> no, nope, you're staying till the end. Oh my god! <sighs> oh man! And I also saw that I watched some of his performances, and he would intentionally like, <laughs> like do <laughs> crappy performances. He did like this rap, and it was just like he was just walking back and forth on the stage, just basically talking, and oh, it was so bad. <laughs> And that's what got him to the finals. Uh-huh. Well, I've, I found these parts of the original article on The Guardian uh, that state, a, a fan base which had taken to his grumpy anti-celebrity persona or were perhaps driven by schadenfreude urged each other to vote for him and let him 996 in reference to China's digital industry culture of chronic overwork, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., oh, six days a week. What do you think of letting him nine nine six? Are people voting out of spite? I, you know, I knowing uh, people, I think I think he messed up. If he really wanted to leave, mm-hmm. he, I think he should have performed poorly, yep. but mm-hmm. made it sound like he was being earnest, or or tried because everyone else was trying and they got <laughs> voted off, so he made it to the finals. <laughs> If if only somebody else had caught on, they would just start performing worse than each other and then be like, kick me off just to get spite voted in. And then, then you have to join the join the boy band and you're stuck forever. <laughs> uh, so another part reads, others called him the most miserable wage slave and celebrated him as an icon of Sang culture, a Chinese millennial concept of having a defeatist attitude toward life. Can you relate to saying culture, Angel? Definitely. <laughs> just, just can't go on. <laughs> Produce Camp, which is the name of the show according to the Guardian article, but I also saw it called other things, so I don't know. It's all a product of the company Tencent, a Chinese company that owns nearly everything, it seems. Uh, but the next part I read was very concerning, Angel. It reads... Suddenly, a real live person appeared on this show, and people started to vote for him. Uh, Ruslan Usachev, a popular Russian blogger, said, Partially because he stands out from the other contestants, but mainly because it's just kek, a term adopted by gamers that refers to an amusing incident. (laughs) Kek. The man just said kek in the interview. Am I wrong to cringe at kek being said in this article? I'm I'm actually uh, tickled at the... The line that says, suddenly a real-life person appeared. Was everyone else fake? <laughs> <I know. laughs> they were all AIs. <laughs> they're or all replica de- chatbots. They're all 
<laughs> they're all dead and like being weakened at Bernie's <laughs> on the show by other <laughs> members of the show. What is going on? Um, oh. I'm also pretty surprised this dude's still using keck. <laughs> I haven't seen that word in I don't decade. I don't know. <laughs> Well, you know, you know, on the other side of the world, they're like a, a day ahead <laughs> or something. <laughs> so, they, Is it coming they, back? They see the future. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Beyond this, I saw on his article or on his Instagram that he has been doing some more modeling, but certainly nothing like the reality show. He just had some pictures on a sad looking <laughs> beach that was full of rocks, I think. And it was, uh, I don't know. Look like normal Instagram stuff. Anything to add to this? I would just like to formally invite Lilush onto our show and uh, we can have our curiosities vote for him to do stuff, whether to stay on the show or stay on the show longer. And he would have to, he would just have to oblige, I guess. Yeah. Instead of our uh, third honorary member, Pliny the Digital, we have <laughs> third honorary member, Lilush, <laughs> chiming in from time to time. <laughs> I asked Pliny the Digital, who seems to be all about that saying culture angel, and he stated, I would have voted to keep him on. Why wouldn't I? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Pliny. (laughs) We have to do a final consensus fact or fiction. Oh, this is an astounding fact. Mm. Yeah. It's one of those ones that I don't think you can... Uh, makeup because if you made it up it would, it would sound insane it has to happen for it to sound to be real yep oh oh oh, oh. so an- another good round of articles here of most likely being uh more weighed in fact than fiction so if you enjoyed us talking about previous news articles <laughs> that we talked about and finding if there was any follow-up on them then you can also enjoy going to our Twitter and seeing if we decide to tweet anything ever at Cracking Curios. And if you want to tweet at us, we'll guarantee that we'll respond, maybe. Make sure you hashtag, include the hashtag Crack Cryptids in that uh, tweet. You can also follow us on Instagram at Cracking Cryptids. And, you know, hashtags work on, on, on Instagram as well. I don't know if any of you guys know this. Us us tech-savvy people, we know. <laughs> we know these things. And uh, you can also send an email, crackingcryptosandcurios at gmail.com. And hey, here's a thought. Maybe you guys, would uh, curiosities, would like to give us questions to ask Pliny the Digital. You know, who knows? You might feature in a future episode and get a response. Because Pliny is immortal, and we should all accept this. From before the time of the universe. Before the time of the universe. And also, well, he was like a sp- immortal, but he's also like... Uh, but he's also only a few thousand years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he's he's, he's working, confused. Yeah, he's working out some stuff. <laughs> His soul being put into a digital avatar, it confuses me. <laughs> He's still trying to get used to this physical form. Um, and while he's while he's still getting used to that, you guys can also come on to uh, your favorite podcast hosting platform uh, where you can find us, our show Cracking Cryptids and Curios. And we're on all of the the ones you all know. I, I don't know if you guys think I sound drunk or not. I swear I'm not. 
a little uh, flabbergasted because Pliny the Digital just revealed some secrets to me that I cannot share. But as always, oh, before you say that, I asked Pliny the Digital, <laughs> what is the best way to say goodbye? Do you know what he said? What did he say? Just say goodbye and then say, I love you. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, folks. Our curiosities, our loyal fans. From now on, the sign-off will be goodbye. I love you. This has been an I am actually traveling back into time production. I don't know if you guys think I sound drunk or not. I swear I'm not. <laughs> <laughs>